Welcome to Second Win, the podcast where we uncover the stories, methods, and modalities of women and men who have found their purpose while walking this earth. Sometimes they found their second win by accident, sometimes by hardship, and sometimes by intent. There is always something to learn from others and really isn't finding our own purpose what we are all looking for. I know I am. And that's why I'm hosting this very podcast. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire. Thank you for listening and let's get to it. Hello, 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 hello. Second wind. Here we are. And it is now, what is it? Almost February of 2023. And I have brought back a fabulous woman. Her name is Elaine Morrison. And she was on the podcast March 15th of 2021. The name of the podcast was Plot Twist. There's no such thing as anti-aging. And her story then was really unique and wonderful. She had her own set of health issues. She's been a Pilates instructor for years and developed a collagen formula that I have been using now for three years or so called Elaine Wellness Collagen and developed it for her mother to help her mother, developed it for her to help her Hashimoto's and other symptoms. And it was actually her original formula was stolen by a huge conglomerate, which you will see on store shelves, who shall remain nameless. However, your product that you reformulated is better and is much cleaner, and I believe, and is not on the store shelves. And you can get a discount if you go follow the show notes and go that way with a, the code word second wind. However, I have been following Elaine and watching her kind of evolve into this new platform of answering the questions of what happens as we accumulate years and lots of questions, not a lot of answers and not a lot of solutions. And Elaine said, oh, no, 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 we have to fix this. I have to fix this. And so she's been doing live Instagrams and things of that sort and brought on different experts, some of which have been on the podcast of Second Wind and shared their solutions, their ideas. And you have taken all of the information. You're one of those people that studies, 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 and always have been. And you created something called the Midlife Blueprint. And I said, we need to have you back on the podcast because this is what we need. This is what women need. So Elaine, welcome back, my friend. Oh my gosh, Wendy, it is so good to be back. It's so good to see your beautiful face. Your interview that we did, hands down, my favorite interview. You're, oh. you're just bar none. You ask the best questions. So it's an honor. Come back. Thank you so much. Ah. Huh. I really appreciate that. Of course. I really, really appreciate that. And I love just learning the information and then sharing it because that's mm -hmm. what this is all about. We mm -hmm. lifting each other up. I'm I'm truly believe that. So let's talk about this midlife blueprint thing. What is this? Why is this? I mean, it's a lot of work. You're already doing the collagen thing. You've already got a bunch of customers. You're already doing a lot. This this yeah. seems like kind of a, a heavy subject. 
you know what? Well, I'm like you. I'm a seeker and I like to learn. And, you know, I went through autoimmunity in my 40s and I spent a lot of time learning about that. And, you know, I've also taught Pilates for the last 17 years. So I feel like I've had this front row seat to women in midlife. And all I heard from a lot of my clients and also kind of whispered, right, because we didn't really talk out loud about menopause. And I kept hearing like, I can't sleep. Oh, my God, I'm gaining all this weight. Oh, my gosh. You know, I have brain fog, this and that. And I just kind of thought like, all right, I guess this is just going to be the next thing I'm going to have to deal with. I've just gotten through autoimmunity, kind of fixed all my symptoms, feeling good. I'm going to have to get ready for menopause. And then lo and behold, I started going through menopause, which coincided with COVID. And I was like, okay, really the worst thing that happened for me was I gained a bunch of weight when nothing about my diet or exercise had changed. And I Exactly. Was, yes. It's a shit show. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Ridiculous. And yeah. You, and you end up and you end up beating yourself. Well, me, me especially. And then people I knew you, you kind of beat yourself up mm -hmm. and it doesn't mm -hmm. make it any better. And you just sort of mean to yourself, but keep yeah. going, keep going. It's, 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 yeah, it's no fun. It can have its issues. Right. So then I started a series called ask the expert. Cause I'm like you, I like to talk to people. I like to learn. So I started having all these different experts on, pelvic floor experts, because again, from teaching Pilates, women have all these pelvic floor issues. You know, I had Dr. Deb on talking about, you know, we, I was actually on her podcast and we sort of segued over into talking about midlife. And she was like, no, it doesn't have to be the beginning of the end. It can be a powerful transition. In fact, it is a powerful transition. But I think, unfortunately, the narrative out in the world is it's the beginning of the end. Get your moo moo, mm -hmm. get your house coat, <laughs> and right, let your Mrs. Roper like moo moo, you right, and just settle in. And I yeah. don't, I don't like that narrative. And I was like, no, I'm not going to put up with this. Elaine, I was interviewing, pre-interviewing a gal today who has an amazing uh, naturally derived shampoo and, uh -huh. and uh, hair care product brand with a partner. And she said she, and she ended up having breast cancer, a very aggressive kind, a couple of different kinds uh, out of nowhere. And her doctor, when she first went to her doctor said, oh, you know, this is part of getting older. We're yeah. just going to pay attention to this lump. It's no big deal. You know, don't worry about your symptoms. Don't worry about any of that. It's part of aging. This is what happens. Mm -hmm. And she instinctively knew that that, that wasn't true. And I was said, I said, hell no, it's not true from everything mm -hmm. I've learned. And we, we don't have to suck it up. We just no. don't. And I love that you and other women are leading this charge. And, yeah. and you weren't you weren't accepting that, oh, this is just because you're getting, you know, into your mid-40s and up. Yeah, well, I had gone through that with Hashimoto's because I was diagnosed when I was 44. And my doctor was like, oh, well, this it's nor I was like, I've gained weight. I, you know, I'm sleeping 10 hours a night. You know, I have zero energy. And she was like, well, you're just, you're in your mid-40s. Like, that's normal. Ugh. And so what 
the, the challenge in our culture is let's back up, right? When, when you're in your teens and you start your period, it's like periods are supposed to be awful. They're horrible. They're going to, you know, you're going to have cramps. You're going to be in bed. It's terrible, right? Just accept that. Then if you choose to have a child, we treat pregnancy in this country like it's a disease, right? And then childbirth, we basically tell you, you need all this intervention that, you know, you need all these drugs. It's, it's going to be terrible. It's horrible. And I started saying to Pilates clients of mine who were having babies, I was like, your body's meant to do this and your body is highly intelligent. It knows what yeah. to do. You need to like get in sync with your body. And then they'd come back and say to me like, oh, wow, just that whole reframe, like my labor went so much better. Well, then oh, when we wow. get during menopause and menopause, it's the same thing. It's like, honey, this is going to be horrible. This is terrible. Like I said, just throw the towel in. You're going to feel like crap. You're going to look like crap. This is the end of life. So I think we have to step back and say, what have we been told from the time we are young women about our bodies, right? We're often told your body's out of control and this is just the way it is. And there's, you're powerless to do anything. And I think girlfriend, some of us watched our mothers. Right. I mean, my mother would sometimes be completely out of, I look at just, eh, and I would look at my father and I go, what the heck is that? He goes, oh, don't worry. It's just part of her age right now. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Right. Let's right. Excuse that behavior. Um, right. Because in, menopause. Yeah. But I also think, right, midlife is this powerful transition. You are going into the second, second chapter of life. And my girlfriends and I talk about it all the time. Like, not only are there physical changes, but maybe you're in the role of caregiving parents, which I know you are. I am. Maybe you're like my other girlfriends who had kids late in life. They're raising children and they're dealing with an elderly parent. And maybe you're changing careers or you're going through what I call like restless woman syndrome because you're you're getting that like feeling of like, I want to just change everything in my life. So I think you also have to look at the emotional component, the, you know, what's happening in your life with your relationships. Where do you need to put some boundaries in place? Where do you need to say no to things? It's it's the physical symptoms. And I think along with it is also you've got to tend to yourself emotionally during this time. Yeah, this time, I really think this time is, is just full of potential for us, even more than we were younger. Yeah. So it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy good. It is. But I think life is going to throw a lot of stuff at you and you're going to choose. Like, do I want to face some stuff in my life? Because there may be some things you need to face. Am I going to make some bold changes? Do I want to change my career? You know, are there relationships in my life that I need to mend or let go of? Mm -hmm. Who am I going to be in this second chapter? And I think now we have all this life experience under our belt. It's like, okay, who is this woman going to be? Let me meet her. And who is she going to be in this second chapter? So Ooh, I, I love think how you said that. I love how you said that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. So how did this all come about that you decided to take, take this on? You know, um, 
Well, part of it was just my own journey of going through perimenopause and menopause. Like I said, I did gain about 15 pounds and I was like, I'm going to figure this out. And so I started to talk to friends who were going through this and they're like, wait, what am I supposed to do? So I built this program and it has three different pillars to it. So one is the meals, your nutrition, right? Getting your food dialed in. Then the second part is movement, exercise. And then the third part is mindset, right? And mm. really sitting and sitting with yourself, spending some time quietly, whether that's in nature or you like to journal or meditate. I think midlife calls you to carve out some quiet time to really go inside and say, like I said, who do, who do I want to be in this next chapter? So the nutrition and food part of it is, right? It's not about starving yourself. The old paradigm of, you know, eat less and exercise more, right? That's what we grew up with as teenagers. Absolutely. All these crazy, crazy diets, diets do not work right? It's about eating balanced meals. It's about nourishing yourself. It's about getting enough protein, getting enough veggies and fiber, getting those healthy carbs in so you have energy and getting the healthy fats in, right? And it's about really balancing your blood sugar. That is key for many things, not just losing fat, but also hopefully staying away from things like cancer, things like dementia, and believe it or not, balanced blood sugar has this domino effect into helping you with things like hot flashes, night sweats, the sleep issues mm. that come on in midlife. So when you can really balance your nutrition, you will feel like a different human being. That's pillar number one. Pillar number two is movement and exercise. Believe it or not, walking, walking does wonders for you, right? It really does. It's what we call a non-exercise activity thermogenesis. You're going to burn fat. I know it's, don't, you don't need to write that down, people. <laughs> You're going to burn fat and it's going to reduce stress, right? And cortisol, the irony, right? In midlife, like we said, you're raising kids, you're helping with elder parents, you've got all these things you're juggling. We got to prioritize managing the stress. So walking, daily movement is fantastic. Then a little bit of resistance training, because as we age, we just naturally start to lose muscle. And as I say, muscle is the fountain of youth, people. Trust me on that. Building muscle, it gives you shape under your clothes. We all have a certain amount of vanity, right? But it's also as we age in life, it's what helps you get in and out of the car, up and down out of the chair, in and out of the shower, right? This We got to look to the future. How do we want to age, right? And muscle is key. The more muscle you have, the more calories you burn at rest. And then the third pillar is the mindset portion. And so I came up with all these different journal prompts that take you through over the course of the eight-week program to really... Go inside. You don't have to share any of what you write with me. It's really about you pausing and just going into your heart to say, what do I need? Because I find often women at our age and our generation, we've been caretaking, caregiving, putting everybody ahead of ourselves, people pleasing, 
all the things. We got to stop in midlife, take a beat, and really explore what we need and what we want. Well said. I love the part about the muscle because with my Lyme, I was pretty much dormant, right? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have the energy. My Everything was screwed up in my body. And yeah. I kind of laid there, but I couldn't do anything else. And if I tried to go for a walk, you know, my heart rate would get really high. Really crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then I started lifting again through Damien Bankhead's program. I'm a few workouts behind. But I noticed when my daughter had her baby, as the baby's been getting heavier, I've been able to do more as far as being on the ground, picking her up from like a kneeling position. You know, you can't put your hands down to push you up. Right. You're the baby. Right. And I'm like, oh, I can do this now. Yeah. Or getting up on a chair to reach something up. These are the things that you don't realize you lose the strength so quickly. Yeah. As we age and as we lose estrogen, right? So you start to lose lean muscle mass at about 1% a year. Well, okay. 1% a year. That doesn't sound that much, but over the course of time, right? And then you end up, my mother is about to turn 93. She had a massive stroke. What is the saving grace for her is she has consistently had a personal trainer or as she's gotten older, a physical therapist that we've paid out of pocket for. And she is able to pull herself up. And they told us in the hospital, she will never walk again. I said, oh, don't write her off. She's tough as nails. She's tiny. She's tough as nails, right? That generation. She's walking. We're all, oh, wow. we're all blown away. She's on her walker and she's walking again. Part of that is mental because she's resilient and she's tough. But right. it's also that foundation of the last 20 years. She's just had that consistent little bit of exercise that's kept that little bit of muscle on her. I'm telling you people, it makes a difference. It matters. It well, ma- you've seen it firsthand. Seen it, it firsthand. Yeah. And I felt it. I felt it go away and I'm feeling it come back. It's very interesting. I was like, oh my gosh, how come I can't, how do, why do I need help to push myself up to Mm -hmm. get to water this plant or whatever? And you're like, oh my God. And then, and then you, I fast forwarded to when I'm 65, 75 and I'm like, oh, this is unacceptable. There you go. I need something about this. So take us through it. So, you know, you designed this, did these pillars just come to you? Or was it through all of your research that you put it together and made this cohesive program for us to follow? Yeah, it's it's several things. It's just my own experience of, okay, how am I going to get through this? And why did I get through it so well other than the weight gain, right? And I went through menopause. I live in Los Angeles in June of 2020. Everything was closed here. I stopped going to the gym for two years. They closed hiking trails, beach. They closed everything. So that did not help me, right? But I think it's just all my own research and then all the years of my Pilates clients, right? Mm. And I've got clients from age 30 to age, you know, 80. And I was like, what, what is important here and what matters? And how did now let's whittle that down to what matters specifically to women in midlife? So from 40 
to even 70, even if you've gone through menopause a long time ago, this plan of the way to eat, the way to exercise, the mindset work, the stress reduction, this is a plan to take you through the second chapter of your life. And it's specific to women, right? We're not small men, right? And so, <laughs> right, right what, what works for your husband or your boyfriend or the man in your life, right? They have a, they have a different biology than us. Now, yes, they also go through what's called andropause, right? So if you're doing my program, I always say to women, because they're often cooking for kids and male partners, like this will benefit him as well, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. it's not just a program designed like just for women, but right. it's meant for addressing midlife and how to get through it. So even I had a lot of women in my program who were early 40s and they're like, I just want to know what to expect and I want to know how I can prepare, how I can start to eat well, how I can start to exercise so that when I get to that stage of life, I can just sail right through. Right, right. Okay, so what does that look like? Say I were to sign up, which I will probably do, of course, because I do all the things. (laughs) What does that, what would that look like for me? Like, how do you do it? Do, is it individually or does this is one size fits all because of the, because it is kind of across the board. How does that yeah, work? Yeah, so I, I teach it live right now because um, oh, I'm, okay. wanting, I'm wanting feedback, right? And I'm wanting, I really love community. That's what I've loved about being a Pilates instructor. So I live teach it as an eight-week program. I also think women are wired for community and collaboration. And I feel like together we go further. Yeah. Because I just think women are always sharing resources and encouragement. That's just how we are community focus. So I love that element of it. And then the reason I call it the midlife blueprint is we're all bio-individual. So Mm -hmm. you're going to start, we do it very slowly with implementing the meal plan, right? You cook your own food. I'm not forcing you to eat food you don't want to eat, right? This is not a diet. This is a lifestyle. And you start to observe, okay, do when I eat a meal, what are, what's my hunger? What's my energy like afterwards? Am I having cravings? And you start to fine tune it as we go along. So hopefully at the end of the eight weeks, you come out and you're like, hey, I know that I need a little bit more protein and a little less, you know, carbohydrate. I need a little more vegetable. I need, right? Your body is your body. And this is, again, a whole program about you getting in touch with you and not me telling you this is the way to do it. This isn't the way to do it, right? I give you a template to follow to build a meal and you figure out what works for you. So I've got every resource dialed in. I've got the link to the protein powders. I've got all the links. If you need help, I've got all of those resources. So I live teach it every week. I'm there for questions. I'm there for support. I'm there for encouragement. And it's a wonderful community. So that's, that's how it works. That sounds, that sounds amazing. The fact that you're not telling people what they have to do. The worst part of trying something new like this is not being able to find the stuff you need. And I love that you are providing the resources, the links, the stuff, because mm-hmm. that's, that's half of it. Like 
where do I go to get this? Like, what, yeah. what is it again? What's the name of it? You can get completely paralyzed. Yeah. Be like, yeah. oh, Paul, right, I'll start tomorrow or I'll start next week because I couldn't find it. And then you get frustrated and then you don't. Right. Right. I mean, this is about eating real food, right? Hopefully you'll be willing to cook a bit. Again, I try to give you every hack and trick that I have figured out. So I go through all of that, right? I'm I'm really big on can you meal prep? If you're making some chicken for dinner tonight, can you make extra so you've got some chicken tomorrow? You can just put that on a salad, right? You don't need to be Martha Stewart and be in the kitchen for five hours a day. No, you're a real woman with a busy life. But I try to teach you all my tips and tricks for how to eat real food. What do you do when you go out, right? Yeah. I give you tips and tricks for how to eat in a restaurant. If you're out on the road traveling, if you're going away for the holidays, you're still you're staying with your mother-in-law for a week. Great. Let's just send let's Amazon Prime some stuff to her house and you're set up and you're ready to go. So this has to be a program that becomes as I say a lifestyle. This is not another diet. This isn't about starving yourself or eating weird diet food. Diets don't work. No kidding. Yeah. How do you handle the the second pillar, the movement part. Movement. So the first thing we do is, again, we start slowly because anytime we go to make changes in our life, right, your subconscious is like, whoa, change. Don't like that. What's that mm -hmm. about? So I start with, can you get walking 30 minutes a day? And if you need to break that up into two 15 minutes, do that, right? Just move your body, get walking. Can you get out before 10 a.m. and get some sunlight, right? So that that helps to set your circadian rhythm. Things Ooh. like that. Okay. You know, I'm really big on what I call habit stacking. Can you take a walk and call a girlfriend that you really miss connecting with? Can you, rather than go to lunch with a girlfriend, can you invite a girlfriend to come? I love to do what I call a walk and talk, right? I love to walk with yeah. a girlfriend we have a great conversation. We move our bodies. Can you listen to your favorite podcast and take a exactly. walk? Exactly. That's right? how I started the whole podcast thing was walking in the woods. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you live in a city like I do where I can walk to my little uh, post office box? Can you walk to do that? Can you walk to the bank? Can you, I mean, habit stack, right? But just get your body up and moving habit every stack. single day. So I'm big on habit stacking. So, I think that's a great way to put it, habit stacking. And then for the third pillar, the mindset, you mm -hmm. offer that with journal prompts. I offer journal prompts. You know, I've got links. There's so many different apps. If you want to meditate, right, start with that. You know, I say all the time, rest is productive. We talk a lot about mm -hmm. rest, right? Often women forget that we are human beings. We are not human doings, right? Mm. And, and women are always do, 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 take care of everyone else, please everyone else, put everybody else's needs and wants at the top of the list. You get to have needs, right? You get to take care of yourself. So yeah, we talk, we talk about doing some stress relieving activities. Maybe that's taking a bath. Maybe that's going for a walk in the woods, 
Maybe that's listening to your favorite music. Maybe that's reading a book. But it's not about being productive. It's about creating rest. And then if you choose to do those journal prompts, that's your choice. If that's not for you, that's fine. I respect that. Yeah, sometimes just reading ideas for journal prompts kind of gets you thinking anyway, whether you write it down or not. You're still kind mm-hmm. of, it's, 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 it's your mind. It's, it's getting you um, thinking about things you might not. Exactly. Otherwise, and I think that's really important. Give yeah. me an idea, Elaine, about has there been anything on this journey of putting this together where you've been just floored about some of the information that you were just like, wow, I had no idea. Was there anything like that? I really underestimated the importance of nutrition and how it affects all these various symptoms of menopause, right? And I've always thought, I just have such a sweet tooth, right? How many of us think like, God, I just have this like crazy sweet tooth. And we live in a culture where sugar is literally in everything, right? Right. I have really been dialing in my protein. And I think a lot of women, I would say most women, probably under eat protein, myself mm-hmm. included. I have really been focusing on getting enough protein. My sugar cravings have basically gone away. When I'm getting enough protein and I'm satiated that way, I find I crave the cookies and the chocolate a lot less. So um, really dialing in the food has this downstream effect on one fat loss, right? Because that's another important thing I teach women. This isn't about weighing less on the scale. We're all taught, right? Over and over, I've had women come into Pilates. I want to lose fill in the blank amount of pounds, five pounds, seven pounds, 10 pounds. Everybody's always right. You really want to lose fat and gain muscle. So I've tried to teach people not to be so focused on the scale, right? That number's going to look different. Than you think. It just is. Exactly. So getting the nutrition dialed in, you're going to be able to lose fat. You're also going to sleep better, which is an issue. I went through it. The waking up at three in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning. I went through all of that. That can be a cortisol issue. The getting my food dialed in, you know, it's going to help. I have never had a hot clash right? But it's going to help with the hot flashes. It's going to help with the night sweats. So really, when I understood how to eat for this time of life, it's, I'm telling you, it's like the dominoes start to fall. Everything starts to come into line when you can Hmm. really dial in that pillar. And again, I want to be really clear. This is not about a diet I, I try to get, I, I open the class with thinking about what can you add, right? Can we add muscle? Can we add protein? Can we add walking? Rather than this mindset of, that I think a lot of us have grown up with, of restricting. Right. Taking away. I don't I've get to eat, have. I've got to eat less. I've got to, right. you know, no, that doesn't work. And we make room, Right. Once a week, have the glass of wine, have that favorite cookie, 
have that favorite cupcake, go to, you know, cousin Susie's birthday party and enjoy, enjoy a, a decadent meal, enjoy it, and then go back to your routine. So this is, again, it's not about, oh, I've got to just white knuckle it through the rest of my life on some sort of diet. No, right. It, it's a lifestyle. And the other thing about getting nutrition dialed in at this stage of life is we've got to be more worried about things like cancer, things like diabetes, things like dementia, Alzheimer's. These are lifestyle diseases. You know, as, as much as the pharmaceutical companies want to sell you all these different drugs, you're a powerful woman. You can have agency over your body and your health. These are preventative and nutrition, I would say, is at the top of the list. I am always interested in the fact that you go to various doctors and none of them tell you this. They don't. Because they don't tell you this. Well, they don't know. Hey, and that's what Morley Robbins shares on the podcast that's coming up um, or has been. I don't know when it's coming on, but um, he just he came up with the root cause protocol, yeah. which has saved me. Mm -hmm. And it's about regulating things like copper and iron. It's all about minerals. Doesn't really get into what to eat as much as what not to eat, what to just eliminate from your diet very slowly. Mm -hmm. I think it would be a very good addition mm -hmm. to have, you know, a kind of, a, as you said, a template of mm -hmm. ways uh, we all forget, you know, how we should be eating. We just forget. We get caught up. We get doing things. Mm -hmm. um, and I just read or saw on TV a thing about, what's it, Instagram? I don't remember. Nut milks. Mm. And how all these nut milks are causing inflammation. And I'm yeah. thinking to myself, oh, I love me an oat milk latte. Uh, and I will have one daily or two. Is that why I'm, I'm feeling constantly bloated? You know, so I'm eliminating it. Do you have answers like that for people about things that we are thinking that are healthy for us, but are actually oh, yeah. doing great harm? Well, having worked in the consumer packaged goods space, yes. so this is something I talk about is a lot of these so-called healthy foods right, are just junk food masquerading as health food because they've got a label slapped on them that says like vegan or gluten-free or paleo or, you know, keto, pick, pick your trendy label of the day. And I mean, it's staggering the amount of ultra-processed food we eat in our culture and how much sugar we consume. Now, the thing yeah. about oat milk, most oats in this country are sprayed with glyphosate, um, which is a pesticide, which we know is carcinogenic. It's terrible for you. Um, and oat milk can often have a lot of seed oils. Seed oils are often highly inflammatory. Please don't go to Costco and buy the huge jug of canola oil. It's not good for you. So they often have the seed oils and then they are like a simple sugar. So you're getting uh, probably a big blood sugar spike from drinking your oat milk lattes. So one thing we really want to focus on that helps in menopause 
is keeping steady blood sugar, right? And most, the statistic now is that 88% of Americans are metabolically unhealthy, meaning they've got blood sugar that's spiking and crashing, right? So that's how I, I opened the, the class is really explaining the importance of keeping your insulin levels under control. Because not only will it help with your menopause symptoms, but it helps you avoid type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, right? All of that. All the stuff. All the stuff. For example, I had a, a Pilates client who visually to look at her, she's thin. She is on medication for type 2 diabetes. She has high blood pressure. She has high cholesterol. She has thyroid issues. Oh my gosh. And when I started to explore what she's eating, she's really living on a simple carbohydrate diet. So she's living on crackers, popcorn, um, nuts, which she thinks are protein, which by the way, nuts are really a fat with a little bit of protein in them. Some like mozzarella, string cheese, and and a lot of fruit. And I'm like, "Wow, where's the protein in there? There's no protein, uh, not enough, and and a glass of wine a night, and so she's just on a blood sugar roller coaster ride, and it's no wonder she's, you know, there's also been some like emotional issues, and I don't think people understand the connection between the food you eat, your gut microbiome, your gut and your brain are directly connected through the vagus nerve. Directly connected, yeah. And so if your gut microbiome is not healthy, you're also going to have mental health challenges. Like they're showing more and more that depression, anxiety, there's a clear link between your gut health and the food that you're eating. So you have more control over, you know, your emotional and mental well-being and your physical health through what you choose to put in your mouth. Oh, I totally agree with you. The people in my life, personally, that I have known that have had depression do not have a fabulous diet. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It's interesting to me. I've always said, hey, what if you tried to eat a bunch of vegetables and, you know, get rid of dairy maybe and, you know, have lean grass fed this and organic this and, oh, you don't understand what it's like. Okay. (laughs) Like, all right, well, you're right. I don't. It's part of the culture we live in. You know, I I also listened to this fantastic podcast episode with this orthopedic surgeon out of New York. He's been an orthopedic surgeon for like 40 years, his whole career. And he has done tremendous study on people who have a very inflammatory diet and they are linking that now to things like osteoarthritis and you know people who have tendon tears and ligament tears and all these joint health issues he's like when i can get people on a lower inflammatory diet he's like i can often prevent them from having to have surgeries he's like i'm a surgeon trying to get people to not have surgery, not have surgery. Yeah. yeah. So it's not in his best interest, which is, 
it's counterproductive for him, isn't it? It is. It is. But he's like, oftentimes a lot of these surgeries really don't ultimately help people, right? Especially when they haven't fixed their diet issues, when their body is just in a chronic inflammatory state. You can do all the surgery, but you haven't really fixed the main issue. So, and the other thing I was wanting to say is in my research, you know, often women go to their gynecologist and say, I want to go on hormone replacement therapy, this or that. Do you know that only about 20% of gynecologists have any training whatsoever in menopause? No, I did not. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So buyer beware. Um, It's really shocking how little education there is in our medical schools about menopause and how to treat it. I also had a Pilates client who came in one day and her son-in-law was in medical school. And so they have them do like six-week rounds, I guess, in different modalities. And she came in. Here's what they're teaching in medical school today. He came in and he said to her, yeah, so apparently whatever weight you are as a woman, when you go through menopause, you will never be able to lose that weight. What? That is factually incorrect. Well, this is so scary. Oh, the medical system's so screwed up. Yeah, and doctors, unless they take the elective nutrition course, and it's still very basic, they're not learning. They're not learning about our food, our food system and how it all started and why our minerals like copper, which is the gateway to all of our millions and trillions of cells, is so messed up. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, let me ask you this before we get too depressed and start going down the political money path, <clears throat> which would be easy to do. What have been some of the benefits you've seen through your research and this blueprint? Yeah, you know, what I love is watching women be empowered, learn how to take care of their bodies, and they start to see changes. I'll I'll give you an example. The last cohort I did, some of the women were saying to me, you know, about mid-morning, I just have this terrible energy crash. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm tired. Like, I almost want to lay down. I'm so tired. And I'm like, huh, okay. Start asking, what's your morning routine like? Well, I learned this crazy thing. When you drink caffeine, whether you drink coffee or tea on an empty stomach, you're going to get a huge spike and crash. So I said, what if you have some protein first, some scrambled eggs or some Greek yogurt, whatever you choose, right? My program's all about you choose. You're an empowered woman. They would have some protein and then have the caffeine. And they're like, oh my gosh, I feel really? like a person. I've got energy all morning long. I don't have the brain fog. Oh, wow. And I'm like, it's so it's these little tweaks. This is what I mean. You don't have to upend your entire life. I don't want you to do that. I want you to slowly implement little changes that add up to big rewards or things like 
making sure they're getting some healthy carbs with dinner, right? Whether that's sweet potato or some black beans or some quinoa, right? Again, I think often women are, we're all terrified of carbs. I was going to say scared of that. Yeah. Right. We demonized carbs and I'm like, great. Can you layer in whatever your favorite healthy starch is? Okay. Boom. She's sleeping through the night. She feels like a different woman, right? These little changes add up to big things because you can go out in the world. You can be a great mom. You can be a great career woman. You know, whatever it is you're wanting to do in the world, you've got the energy to do it. I want women vitality to feel good and to thrive in the world, right? Like, I, I did a tweet last year because I was watching the Super Bowl and the halftime show. And I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. These are all women in their mid-50s. Like, wow, they're up here like dancing all over the stage and singing. And Mary J. Blige is in her white thigh-high boots. And I put this tweet out and I said, you know, go find your white thigh-high boots like Mary J. Blige. Go get your version, whatever that is. Yeah. And go on the stage because this is, this is, menopause is a powerful transition and not an ending. So uh, have yeah. energy and vitality so you can go forth and do exactly what you're meant to do in this world. That is all the second wind philosophy I you just said right there. <laughs> Do you have another like success story? Did somebody lose weight kind of effortlessly from doing this program? I think they were all really surprised. Number one, it's not a starvation diet, which again, a lot of us have grown up with. If I just eat less, I can shrink myself and make myself fast. If I fast longer. Please don't stress, ladies. It's terrible for your hormones. It's terrible for your blood sugar. So yeah, I think they were all surprised that oftentimes they actually needed to eat a little more. They needed to Mm -hmm. eat more protein. They needed to eat more vegetables. And lo and behold, combine that with the walking. Again, 30 minutes, then eventually I get you up to 60 minutes. Chop it up if you need to. And they're like, oh, wow, I didn't have to starve myself. I don't have to spend three hours a day doing some HIIT workout that 20-year-olds are doing. Please don't do that either. HIIT workouts are not <laughs> great. And they were like, oh, this, is, this really is a lifestyle that I can incorporate into my life. And bingo, my genes start fitting me well. And bingo, oh. I have energy. So yes, they have all, like I've checked in with everybody over email since the program last fall. And they're like, I'm not doing it perfectly, but I'm doing it 80% of the time. The weight is coming off without me doing crazy antics. And most of all, I'm sleeping well. My energy's better. My mood is better. All of it. So. Well, that sounds very successful to me. Absolutely. For sure. So how do people, I mean, sign up for this? How do you, how do you get this into your world if you're ever so interested as I am. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will send you the link. I have a whole link on my website that gives you all the details, every bit of information. And my next round starts in March for the group round. 
Sometimes I do have people who want to do one-to-one with me, which I'm open to that as well. So the next cohort is early March, and we spend eight weeks together. And, you know, you end up making friends with ladies because you start trading ideas, you support each other, you learn from each other. Um, it's really, it's really a lovely community. And about how many people are in these groups? Um, it's, you know, it's been about 10 people, but you know, I can definitely take, I can definitely take more than that. So yeah. Yeah. This is great. Well, I will make sure this podcast gets out in enough time for people to, uh, to sign up and partake. Has this been, I mean, you already have your collagen, Elaine Wellness Collagen, which you must, in, you, you integrate that into the program, I'm sure, because collagen is so important as we are as we not age. aging. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, as what my, my dermatologist says, not aging, but as time goes by. <laughs> time goes by. Yes. So let's not forget what started you was the collagen yeah, and all the benefits that that has. And I just put a scoop of that in, in my mushroom adaptogen fake coffee in the morning. There you go. And it dissolves. You don't taste it or anything. A bunch of my friends are on it and love it. Yeah. And it, it really does work. And then would you say that this midlife blueprint program that you've come up with, is this like another part of your journey? Is this something oh, that sure. you want to keep going with? And Oh, for sure. I, I love it. I love doing all the research. I really, what I love about teaching Pilates, I, I used to teach group reformer classes. I worked for a private club here in Los Angeles for eight years. And I loved teaching group classes because I love community. And I mm-hmm. love seeing... Yes, people came for the exercise, but they came for the community that week in and week out of making connections with people. You know, we're all going through so much in midlife. And in those group classes, I watched us all support each other through parents aging, parents passing away, kids going off to college, right? Midlife is full of so much transition and also some really big loss. And Mm -hmm. that loss can feel overwhelming. It can feel lonely. And I find, as I said earlier, right, women are wired for community. And I think together we can go further in midlife when we have each other to lean on, to support one another, to encourage one another. And so I feel like this is just a natural extension of my little my six-person group reformer classes that I would teach, I now want to take that into a wider world. Because I've met, in this entrepreneurial journey, I've met women like you, right? We got introduced through um, Nikki Broffman. And, you know, I've met so many fabulous women on this journey. And I, I just enjoy community. And I think there's such a need for it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's how we all can keep doing what we need to do in this world yeah keep our souls full and enriched is by just being together sharing together yeah just talking 
just and, just chatting. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. Crazy. Like during COVID, my best friend who lives in San Francisco, we just started messaging each other every single day. And now we use on our iPhone, we call it walkie talkie, right? We're always voice noting each other throughout the day. And like, you know, she's got a seven-year-old and her 83-year-old mom, and I have a 93-year-old mom. And wow. we're constantly navigating this aging mom thing. And we're like, why isn't anybody talking about this? Like, it's so hard. It's so hard. And we're like, no one told us about this. No one talks about this. And I think no right. one talks about menopause. And no one talks about, no. you know, divorces that happen, people that pass away. I mean, good and bad happens in this middle. And I think if we have that community so we don't feel so alone in it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, such, a, it's such a blessing. And if you can find it, and nurture it and be part of it, just showing up, just mm -hmm. showing up. That's all you mm -hmm. really need to do. Absolutely. It's amazing. Very good. Well, Elaine, thank you so much for your time. I have loved learning about this new extension of Elaine Wellness. Yes. And the collagen is amazing. I'm, I'm going to promote it all the time. You're the um, you do not pay me to promote it because I said to you, I love your product and every, every woman and should be on it for sure. I think and men should be on it too. Don't you think? Yeah. Did you know? I mean, men are like more vain about their hair than we are. I really think <laughs> it is very good for your hair. I said to her when we first got on the podcast, we both, I just didn't have time to put my hair up today when it was soaking wet from the shower and we both got on and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at all our hair. I know. On this. I know. I just love dry my hair. Thing. This is just my it's, it's wild, not a bad thing. My wild. But it does. When I had Lyme, it was, it was falling out and getting really thin. And you yeah. had your own problems with losing your hair, which is one of the reasons you even started down the path of finding solutions. We yeah. are both seeking answers all the time. All the time. And we are both open, which is what I love about you, Elaine, is that you're open to listening to all the things all the way and without judgment and then putting the energy together and figuring it out like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense. This does, you know, let me, let me see it in, in play. How does that work? What does it look like? And it's so important to have people like you that, that are willing to non-judgmentally without an agenda, mm -hmm. figure this, figure this shit out. It's really important. Yeah. And I thank you so much. Oh my gosh. For, for putting this together. Thank you, Wendy, for your amazing platform, right? Of bringing people together. You're the same way. You're a seeker and you like to learn. And it's just keeping an open mind. And in today's world, I think that can be challenging, you know? Yeah. But hands down, you are an incredible interviewer. I had someone interviewed me on their podcast and, and a lot of podcasts make you write the questions and send them to them. Hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, let me listen to that interview with Wendy because she asked <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, wow, that was a really good interview. <laughs> <laughs> 
you do a lot of work. You do a lot of prep work. So thank thank you. you. I know I'm in the zone when I'm doing it because I won't remember anything we said except, you know, the stuff like the the blueprint and all that good stuff. And then when it, when it comes out, when I, and I listen to it, just like anyone else would, I have no idea what I'm going to listen to. Yeah. And then I listen, I'm like, Ooh, that was a good question. Ooh, that was a good answer. You know, and this is really kind of fun because I just don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. I don't, I don't re-listen to it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Wow. So just got to throw it up into the air and see what happens. See what and happens. Hopefully it resonates with who it needs to resonate with. That's right. Well, Wendy, it's an honor. I thank you for all your support. You have been such a cheerleader and a champion. I thank you for the platform you've created to talk about midlife in a positive way, in an uplifting well, way. Thank you. So... Thank you for your work in the world. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for not giving up on Elaine Wellness. Yeah. And continuing on with your journey. Again, listen to that episode, people, from March 15th. Plot twist. There's no such thing as anti-aging. It's a really good one. And um, until next time, breathe in your second wind. Thank you for listening today. I hope that something you heard made you smile made you think and made you feel. If these incredible stories empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, make sure to share with a friend and write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook group, My Second Wind, or hit the link in the show notes to join the conversation. Until next time, go ahead and breathe in your second wind.